the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you at home for watching, those listening on the radio, or watching on YouTube channel. Yep. We take today's hot topics and we weigh them against God's word because God does have a view. Yes, and does. so we, we like to talk about that and bring scripture in. Before we get into it, first I want to thank Dr. Christina. They call her Dr. Dr. C, she is a pastor, um, a local pastor out in Macon. Yes. Um, she's a good friend of, of Lee Adams, Dr. Yes. Lee's, and so we are thankful that you're here. Thank yeah, you for having me. Yeah, you. yeah. I want to read something. So we have a prayer request button on our face on our website, and we get prayer requests pretty much regularly. And someone sent us a message the other day. She said, "I want to thank you for all your for all the prayer warriors and your support. Your prayers work because shortly after my daily fears of what could happen with." what she was struggling with, she went to the doctor and she said she got a clear report. Oh, so she just wanted awesome. to thank us for our yes. prayers and our faithfulness in praying. So, awesome. so keep those prayer requests coming and uh, we'll continue to pray in Jesus' name. Super. So today's hot topic is the American family. We've talked a little bit about the American man in a past episode and the American woman. So today, Jackie, we're going to talk about the American family and how it's changed. And so family was given to us Back in Genesis, yes. God created family, created male and female back in Genesis. But Jackie, we're in 2019. How has the family changed? What dynamics have changed since it has in the last 40 years? a lot, hasn't it? At first, being a baby boomer, although the last year of it, I still thought Norman Rockwell. I thought Mayberry. And then I reread the question, and you actually said the last 40 years. Yes. 40 yeah. years is only 1979. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I was 15 years old, and I left my mom's house to go stay with my sister. Mm-hmm. I was a product of divorce. My sister was going through a divorce and needed right. help with her two young children. So I've experienced that. But the family has changed greatly because the dynamics of the house have changed. Right. Even now, the moms and the dads are being deployed overseas. Mm-hmm. The grandparents are raising the kids. Right. Sexual immorality is now being normalized in our country. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes even the single moms are cohabitating with a boyfriend they're not married to, and the kids are being raised in that environment. Right. So we're basically a house divided and a nation without an identity. We've lost our compass and we've lost our way. Right. I took the Christian view out on the streets a couple weeks ago and asked this question to the general public. I said, how has the American family changed? And half the people said, you don't even recognize the American family anymore. It is unrecognizable Mm. now than it was 40 years ago. That's true. Very true. I would definitely say that um, overall in my comment would be the definition of family has changed. And I think due to the definition a family changing, therefore the perception of how we view family has really changed. And that really, I think over the last 40 years now, you know, when you really thought family, you would have thought a mother, father, and some kids, or mm-hmm. you, you ask kids, where's your father, where's your mother? But now 
There may be two moms. There may be two dads. Mm. There may be just a mom. It may be just a dad. Could be grandparents. It could be foster parents. So the whole concept of family, how we define it, has really changed over the last 40 years. The, the sad thing, though, is it has crept in so slowly, if you will, over 40 years mm-hmm. that it's gotten to a point now where it's normal. Right. Actually, that fragmented family mm-hmm. is, is looked upon as normal. That is, that is how a family is, well, that's and that's what we see on TV. TV. Yeah, we, we see that. Right. So that's we don't even realize there's a problem. Right. Well, there was a commercial on the other day. I don't know if any of y'all have seen it, but it was two men leaving their... Have you seen it? The babysitter with their child. And at mm. first I was like, well, okay, what's going on? But it was two men raising a, a, a baby, and they and it, that was normal. Like, it didn't catch me off guard at first, but yeah. the more I watched, I was like, no, that's not the American family. Yeah. I think it started for me, too, back in the 70s. Some of the popular shows was Partridge Family. Right. That was a single-parent home. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, My Three Sons, I believe, was a single dad. Right. The Brady, uh, Brady, Brady Bunch, Bunch was a blended family. family. Right. And so even back then, I think, you know, that began to normalize that it's not a two-parent home. Right. And even, you know, we, we have more uh, homes that are not uh, single-income homes. Mm-hmm. They're double-income homes, and the mom's working right. Dad's working, and so the children are left unattended. And then another statistic is that kids 18 to uh, young adults to 34 are staying at home longer with their parents. Living at home longer. That's kind of interesting, too. Or else they're coming back. Yeah. And living back at home with their mm-hmm. families. Because economically they have to, they mm-hmm. feel they have to. Yeah. Right, right. And then another thing that has changed is that you have a lot of children who are acting as a parent now. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, the, the, the parents, uh, whether it's a one person, one parent home, or the parents may not be there at all sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, you have uh, children who have babies, basically, who are having babies. Right. right. And um, so they're not growing up with the skills to know how to parent. And um, I think it's leading to a more decline within the family structure. I remember seeing a YouTube video not that long ago where a kid was scolding the mom Wow. And I mean really heavily. And, and what I was surprised at is the amount of comments of people thinking it was cute. Because yeah. lawlessness yeah. and rebelliousness yes. are right. coming yes. out. What we see mm-hmm. on TV says there's no respect for yep. the adult. Yeah. The values have changed. Parents try to continue to have good values. And then the, parent, the children say, well, this is not what I'm seeing modeled in my other fr- right. family's friends and, and their houses. It's not the norm. So I think yeah. one thing that's just drastically changed our families, whether it's single-parent home or two-parent home, has been electronics and cell phones and you know you think about we used to call people to the dinner table Mm -hmm. with a dinner bell my grandmama had a dinner bell and now we have bitmojis that have the little dinner bell (laughs) so you can send a text and say okay it's time everybody come to eat and yeah get around the tables and i actually did that the other day jonathan was upstairs and i he was playing xbox and i texted him like hey can you come down for dinner but then immediately when he got down we we put our phones down but but yeah we're so into technology and our gadgets. Mm-hmm. And how about yeah. so many moms traveling for work now? They're not even home to make dinner. Right. And then wow. we have the busy soccer schedule and hockey schedule. Mm-hmm. I mean, with five kids, we had that a lot. Right. Yeah. But I still tried to get up and make dinner, use the crock pot, you know, cook ahead, meal prep and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's important to keep together and keep our family values out front. Right. Yes. I agree. I agree. Well, stay tuned. We will be right back with more on the American family here at The Christian View. We are talking today about the American family and how it's changed in the last 40 to 50 years. Not all change is bad, and it doesn't have to be bad, the changes. But, Isaac, let's talk about what the result is in the family since the changes for 40 and 50 years, the past 40 and 50 years. Well, somebody mentioned uh, in the first segment about, you know, just lawlessness has taken over. But I think the biggest thing is 
that the family doesn't operate as a unit anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, my son spent six years in the Army as a ranger, and they, they have a, a team that they call a unit, right. and of course that team mm-hmm. operates in unity. Right. They, they, yeah. think the, they think alike. They do everything together, mm-hmm. uh, and they become a unit. Right. And I think that's been the, the biggest problem now with the family is, is what's happened in that change is they're no longer a unit. They don't do things together. They don't have dinner together. Right. They don't watch TV together. They really don't go out together. Everybody's doing their own thing. And I think it's the, the enemy's uh, plan to do that with this whole divide and conquer thing. Right. So and he like divides I, the family, and they can no longer operate. We still like stare at our cell phones together, though. We do. Yeah. We do. Sorry. We do. We do. We do. But it different we do. things. Right. Yeah. And I think that was a great point when um, you were talking about unity, and I think that's one of the things that's pulled the family away from that unity is technology. Mm-hmm. And consequently, yeah. what has really happened is ultimately we've lost relationships. Right. Families nowadays, what I find is there's just such a void of relationships. You know, you can have people that are connected by blood, but have no relationship. And for me, growing up in a big family, mm-hmm. that, you know, um, having siblings and, you know, I think just the whole aspect of being in the house, right. we had, we were forced to share. We were forced to even share the bed together. You, know, you slept mm-hmm. together. You know, you had different things that went on and you had to share. But now kids, because parents <clears throat> make more money, they have their own bedrooms. Um, they get to stay in their bedrooms. Mm-hmm. They have their own TVs. You know, we had to fight over the TV. Right. But those are the things that taught us how to diplomacy yes. and different things. But now there's just no relationship. And well, you felt like you belonged. Yes. You know, you felt when you had that core, that family, you, yeah, that mm-hmm. unit, you, were, you belonged. Well, I must have planted some good seeds. And the word says that if we plant good seeds, it train up a child in the way they should go and they won't soon depart. Right. So with our eyes, we might see that the, the core of America seems to be crumbling. We know that in middle America and rural America, we still have good values and mm-hmm. teens still know what to do. They might still need supervision because of the way the dynamic has changed. Right. But for example, you know, I have five children and my oldest son just bought a house and he bought a house with five bedrooms so he could have a space for his, his siblings to come transition after they got out of college. That's and I just love that he said yeah. that. But I think unity is the key. And we just saw during the inaugural speech of our new governor in Georgia, mm-hmm. Governor Kemp, that he said that Georgia is a state united. Amen. And I believe that that right. will be, lead the way for other states in America to believe there is hope to be united. Right. I, and I think love is viewed in a different way mm-hmm. in the families these days because um, I'm, I'm not 40 yet. But um, uh, I know that coming up, um, my dad's way of showing love uh, was that he worked right. every yes. day to provide. And yeah. so sometimes, you know, dad did not come out and just say, I love you. Right. Yeah. But his deeds were his mm-hmm. way of saying, I love you. Clothes on my back right. and food on the table and making sure that the lights are on so they can see you yes. uh, were his right. way, right. you know, of saying that I love you. And so, you know, my mother's um, role and see, that's what people don't understand is that um, God instituted family before he instituted the church. Amen. Yes. Amen. And that's actually the strongest weapon against Satan yes, is a family, family that is united right, yeah. and you know there's a popular uh, cliche that says a family that prays together mm-hmm. stays That's together right, yeah. and I simply think that there are not an, uh, enough families praying together yeah. um, and I think that somewhere you know the church we have failed mm-hmm. our families because we're not teaching them mm-hmm. that you know there's a time you know uh, my family uh, my mother's gone home to be with the Lord and I have a sister and a nephew and a father that, that I uh, care for but additionally coming from the school system I have gained 32 
uh, children, right. not born for me. They all have a stretch mark on them, <laughs> <laughs> right, but, right. Uh, with their name on it, but they're not physically mine because right. of the fact that they're, you know, I was their high school counselor, and sometimes the parents would put them out because the mom wanted to spend time with her boyfriend. Right, right, right. You know, and it's, yeah. it's valuing uh, uh, men or women over your children. Right. And so these, they had nowhere to go, and I was like, you know, I can't just leave them on the street. Right. And yeah. so I would pull them in, and sometimes they stayed with me for months. But the thing that I've, I've noticed is that God is always intentional mm -hmm. um, because that was his way of introducing himself to these young people was through me. Right. And now when I look at them, you know, um, all of them have their master's degrees or above, Amen. you know, and they're really striving. Some are in the Air Force. And I think that's the thing, you know, even though it was just me and they called me mom, they were able to see mom and God at the same time. And, and I, I think, think that's what's right. Missing. But having someone to believe in you. Yes. So you, you know, God put you in their life to believe in them. And I think that's a lot of the unity is gone and a lot of the belief in each other yes. has gone. And when you have someone believe in you, I mean, you can yeah. move that's mountains. Right. I, think, I think unity, too, comes from the Lord. It has right. to come from him first. And so the head of the house, uh, just as Joshua said, as for me and my house, right. we will serve mm -hmm. the Lord. Mm -hmm. And when you have someone and saying that, not like, uh, you know, right. we will serve the Lord. You know, you rebellious kids, you get right, in line. Right. Not like that. Was it hellfire and broomsticks? <laughs> right, right. But with yeah. love. And yeah, yeah, with yes. love and right. joy. Yes. It's a joy to serve the Lord. Right. And when we're serving the Lord, we're, we're in unity. Mm -hmm. When we're worshiping Him, right. we're in unity. Mm -hmm. Did you know another thing that's come against that, especially with young people? We're giving them too many options. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When I was coming up, it was not a choice about whether you went to church that's or not. It. You right. were getting right. up. Mm -hmm. yep. You stayed up late you on Saturday. And... That's your fault. But you're getting up <laughs> at 8 o'clock. Going to church. And you're going to that's church. Right. Right. And we had assigned roles in the mm -hmm. church. So they made us a part of it. So I think we've given our children too many options. Yeah. Right. And that's where the devil is coming. Mm -hmm. yes. That and just being too busy. Yes. Too busy, too tired. I'm just, you know. And the world normalizing that church isn't important. I mean, I remember coaches starting to have practice on Sundays mm -hmm. and yeah. having to resist and say, well, that, we need to go to church. Well, fine, we'll go to a different time of service. But we were arranging our schedule around that, and that's not right. 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 And, and it says in the book of Hebrews that it's important to gather together. Yes. And the children need to know yes. that church isn't about the religion or the spirit of religion, but for that community and accountability. Right. It's about relationship and building yes. and, and keeping and that And strengthening unity. family. Right, right, right. Good. Well, stay tuned. We will be right back with more on the American Family here at The Christian View. Welcome back to The Christian View. We are talking about the American Family and how it's changed over the uh, last 40 to 50 years. Um, so, Dr. C, I'm going to call you Dr. C. Um, it's actually Dr. Christina, but yeah. her friends call her Dr. C, so there you go. Dr. C. All right, let's, so let's talk about some principles as Christians that we can implement into the everyday family to keep the unit intact. Well, the first thing is to remember that um, the that God is the head of the husband. He's the head and the husband is the head of the wife and the wife and the father are the head of the children. I think those are some things we've got to put that structure back in place yes. um, to know that each family member plays a vital role. Right. Yeah. Um, an institution, you know, is basically like an organization. And so um, if the husband is out of line, then the wife 
is going to it's going to change how she views her husband and how even how she respects him and then the children will see that and then it's going to bring friction and strife you know and and the bible talks about you know when strife comes you know contention will come with it Mm -hmm. you know then that will start to uh uh, infiltrate infiltrate throughout the family so we have to have that that structure because you can't violate god's policy and then expect god to give you victory right Mm -hmm. right so we've got to make sure that we are implementing um, what he said of, again, training up a child mm-hmm. as he should go. And then wives, this is a hard part sometimes mm-hmm. for the ladies. <laughs> wives being subject to your husband. Now, I, I, I often tell anybody that's interested in me because I'm not married. I'm just saying, you know, if you're interested. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I, I often let them know that submission is about love it's right. not about control it's not. Um, and I said you know when when because a lot of pe- a lot of women like to buck against that well I, I don't want to uh, why do I have to submit to him mm-hmm. well because the Bible says that right. that you are subject to him but a husband the Bible says that the husband That's is right. to right. Love, love the wife as Christ loved the church right. and gave himself uh-huh. for the church so in other words husbands you got to be willing to mm-hmm. do anything and everything that it takes to keep your family right. and your keep your wife happy. What you said, you know, if, if the husband is seeking the Lord, then it's going to be, the wife is going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Coming, un, coming underneath to submit, to support, because submitting is kind of like coming underneath to support. Mm-hmm. And if you don't feel that you're getting the love and support from your husband, it's harder for the wife to come right. underneath. So I think you're right. We need to have the our perspective put proper back order, the but proper again, order. we need to wake up and step into that right. role. Mm-hmm. They can't be sitting or hiding behind a remote. They have to be in order with God. They have to be on their knees praying for their right. family and with right. their wives. And two, you know, now with the broken family, men aren't there to t- right. step into that role of leadership. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that has changed the dynamic right. of the family. Well, we've done a program on the American man. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe we need to do a program on the godly, godly man. man. That's a great idea. But, you know, I think some other things we can do to implement, like just to keep the family unit, you know, we've talked about prayer. We need we need prayer at the forefront of our family, whether we pray at dinner, we pray in the morning. We have the habit of having breakfast in the morning before school, uh, listening to some praise and worship music, and then we pray before we go to school awesome. as, as a family. Because at night, we'll have dinner together, but it gets so busy yeah. that we may not pray as a family at dinner. Yeah. So what are some other things that y'all do in your family to bring in? Well, I think when you were talking about like with the order, I think it's so important that, you know, we maintain the order, but I just want to add in there too, also with order, keeping respect, Mm -hmm. because I think along the way I can, you know, keep the order, but I may not respect you. And the absence of order leads to rebellion. So when, you know, we have that and people don't respect, then you start having a lot of, you were saying the contention Mm -hmm. and the strife starts to develop in there. I can be doing everything that you asked me to do, but I'm doing it with the wrong spirit. So therefore, even in the house, there's still no peace and the children and the family and everybody still suffers as a result of that. So I think that as we, as a church family, continue to help build and repair the breach, I think we have to help people people to get back to the place mm-hmm. of respecting one another. Right. And that's going to be deeply, deeply tied into forgiving one another. Mm-hmm. I think we right. got to go back. There's a sometimes hurt, pain and things that happen and we never forgive and we never truly let it go. Right. I love what you're saying about 
order. And yes. You think about the word holy, and it mm-hmm. actually means order. Yes. When you invite the Holy Spirit into your home, He brings order. Yes. And Trudy, I love what you're saying about being around the table mm-hmm. because I was reading the scripture, Psalm 128 and 3, that talks about your wife will be like a fruitful vine within your house. Your children will be like olive shoots mm-hmm. around your table. Mm-hmm. And there's, some, there's a dynamic that mm-hmm. happens around that table, right. whether it's breakfast or lunch mm-hmm. or dinner, whenever you can fit it in. Right. And our crazy mm-hmm. schedules, you know. Because it pleases and, the Holy Spirit right. and yes. His presence. Mm-hmm. What and you remind- invite His presence. Right. And you know, the Word of God mm-hmm. says we're to put the precepts of the Lord on our doorposts. Yes. <laughs> we're to plant those seeds to our children and talk about right. them day and night, which is a premise of my Spirit of America, coming together as a family, remembering what you're committing to. Mm-hmm. But what you're really saying is we've lost our vision. Mm-hmm. So go back for your own family and say, what is your vision for right. your yes. family? Mm-hmm. Are we a Christian family? Are we committed to Christ? What will that look like? And not to make room for you know, um, to reorder your schedule. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. But God is the priority. Eternity is a priority. Mm-hmm. So get that vision and grab it and run with right. it. And I think, too, with your vision, going back to the basics, going back to simplicity, what does the Bible actually say? Mm-hmm. How are we as believers going to portray that into a world where we're not the norm anymore? Mm -hmm. And that can be part of the vision. How do we do that? How do we take our beliefs and keep the family unit and take it back out into the world? And consistency. I remember real quick um, when I was in college, some of my friends wanted to um, go home when we were going to a game. And I told him in advance, I said, if you come, we have family prayer in the morning. So, of course, everybody had to get up at five o'clock in the morning and everybody had to pray, <laughs> including them. And some of them had never prayed right. before. So when it got determined and they were sitting there going, I said, <clears throat> you know, so you have to maintain consistency of right. what it is in your home, regardless of who is there. Right. Do not yes. let outsiders come yes. in and yes. dictate mm-hmm. your family. Saturday night sleepovers meant you have to be home for church or whoever's mm-hmm. at yes. home has yep. to go to church. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And consistency in the word. Right. My mom gave us one of those little old-fashioned bread of life, the oh, plastic yes, things, yes, you know, yes. full of scripture, right. and we keep it right in the center of mm-hmm. the table, you know, and we'll pull one out and have the kids we'll yes. pull one out and read it. You know, just keep the word center okay. focus. Right. The word needs to be continually in our hearts. Yeah. That way it can go out into the world. Right. Thank you. We'll be right back with more on The Christian View and the fa- American Family. to the Christian View. We've had a great discussion today on the American yes. family, and I think we've all come to the decision that we need to keep Christ in the center of everything we do yeah. and take Christ into mm-hmm. the world. Um, before we close the show today, we have such a great panel, so I want to th- yes. say thank you to you all, and I want you to get to know them a little bit. So, Dr. C., can you tell us a little bit about your ministry and what you do? Yes, I'm the pastor of Grace Life 365. In making shout out to you all, um, I'm also um, an international speaker, a uh, published author. Um, and if you would like to uh, view any of my ministry videos, you can look me up um, on Instagram at Dr. Christina Sherrard or on Facebook, Grace Life Making, or my personal page, Christina Sherrard. So happy to be here. Great. Thank you so much. And Jackie, you've been a regular for since beginning. That's so. right. Four seasons, yeah. Jacqueline Arnold at Sweet Life USA. And you know that I'm an advocate for God and country, and I like to launch my authors as a, a coach. And th- this year will be an, a year that we go around the country and speak up military installations and launch God's messages. Amen. Amen. So see what's Amen. new for God and country. That's right. Well, you guys, check us out on Facebook and on our, web- our website. You can learn more about the host on our website as well. Stay tuned and stay involved, and we'll see you soon on The Christian View. Have a great day. Yeah.